Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Hey guys, I'm Rachel. And I'm Rechna. And this is Hall of Shame. What's cooking good looking? All right. So, do you know Ryan Lochte, the swimmer? Of course I do. Okay. Had a reality show called What Would Ryan Lochte Do? <laughs> in it, we learned he's not the smartest guy who ever lived. greenlit that I show? Mean, only lasted a season. Yeah. But through that, we learned this guy's not the smartest one. Sure. Not, Not the, the brightest bulb in the bunch. Crayon in the box. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but super hot. Okay. But literally wore a grill on his teeth. Hold on, hold on. We need to we need to dive into yeah. this. But also sexy swimmer bot. You think that Ryan Lochte is super hot? Girlfriend, look it up. This one I ask you. I know Would what you he looks him? like. I don't think so. Also, hmm. very well, this I'm not ready for ruins these kinds my of question. questions. I was gonna ask you. What's the, for you, okay, assume you thought Ryan Lochte was hot. Okay. Where's the crossover for you? Like, where does, like, hotness end because intellectual connection is so absent? Literally at the beginning. You cannot. He dyed his hair you blue. Could, you could never. He looks a little gremlin-y. <laughs> Can I just show you this quick photo of him? Just this quick one. You know where, where it says a podcast, so no one else can see this. No, but they can see, they can hear your reaction. Yeah. Now but, you're wavering. Okay, even when you're showing me that, like, look at, there's like a totally hot bo- picture of his body. Okay, well, sounds like somebody's shallow here. No, not, it's listen, it's just a question to ask. I feel like I'm this asking is, you. Th- this is your kind of guy? No. <laughs> not even close. I just, it made me think of, I think a lot of people do think he's hot. Sure, okay, I can of, agree on that. Like, I don't. If you had a hot type. dummy in your life, sure. where's the, like, would you kind of be like, I'll sleep with him, but no breakfast. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll date him for a week because he's like so hot. I feel like I'm more attracted to somebody's personality okay. than I am their face because I'm <sighs> deep <laughs> and I have values. It's like, hi, dumb model. (laughs) Like feeding him carrots. All right. Well, he's the subject of my story. Great. Let's get to it. Can't wait. (laughs) All right. 2016 Summer Olympics in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. I cannot wait to relive this story. Okay. It's the fourth ever Olympics held in a developing country and the first ever held in South America. Mm Kind of just to get a lay of the land. The Zika virus is It was a a shit show. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Though it should be noted, no one was infected during or after the games as a result of being there. But in advance of the games, people, especially women, because there were a lot of like pregnancy scares, were like, Wondering if they should compete or not. I remember there were some women on the U.S. women's national team, uh, like Hope. Yeah. The goalkeeper. She's quite famous. She didn't want to go because she was planning on being pregnant. Yes. So she's like, I'm out. I'm not not participating in the Olympics. So it was like, that's sort of in the air. There's also, as ever, a Russian doping scandal. Every single year with these guys. Can't they take an Olympics off? Just take one off. Care less about the Olympics, maybe. What's up? (sighs) 
Uh, and then there were legitimate concerns over the city's high crime rates and the safety of like the athletes and the other attendees. So that's just like in the air, relevant to the story later. I will say, I was working in soccer when the World Cup was in Brazil. Okay, well, that sounds like a brag, but okay. okay. <laughs> I didn't get to go. <laughs> okay. Um, and a bunch of people that went there were like mugged and had their right. wallet stolen and their passports stolen, and not not to put like a full you know yeah. that on Brazil. No, but it was but in the it was, it was in the it was in the air. Dicey, dicey for sure. So also at those games, the U.S. crushed. Mm-hmm. We like topped the medal count, and in swimming Whatever. in particular, okay. we brought it. Cool. So Ryan Lochte are debatably hot dummy and Michael Phelps went into this Olympics as sort of the face of men's swimming. Totally. And Michael Phelps delivered and won a bunch and Ryan Lochte, he didn't have all the success he'd had in 2012 but he did win gold in the men's 4x200 freestyle relay. Okay. Point being, all this dude needed to do was enjoy his time in Brazil, swim a little, make money off his endorsements and go home as a gold medalist to his girlfriend, who is now his wife and the mother of his two children, July 2015's Playboy Playmate of the Month, Kayla Ray Reed. Wow. So all he had to do was just be chill, and he, like, couldn't do it. (laughs) So on August 14th, 2016, two days after the games ended, an Australian reporter, Ben Way, which is, like, just a weird name, uh, that's not fair. My name is Rechna Fruckbaum. <laughs> Fruckbaum's telling someone about their name. Anyway, by chance, he ran into Ryan Lochte's mom on an Olympic shuttle bus. And she told him that Ryan told her that he and three of his teammates, Jimmy Feigen, Gunnar Bentz, and Jack Conger, had been robbed at gunpoint in Rio on their way home from a club in the early hours of the morning. So Ben's like, holy shit, like given that everybody's so scared about crime. This is like a huge athlete. Totally. Like, I'm going to run this story. And Ryan's mom also confirmed that story to USA Today. Oh, mom. So then Ryan goes on Today and tells the story to Billy Bush, which like, that dude Billy Bush back then got all the scoop, am I right? Totally. So in this, Lochte says, the group was pulled over while in a taxi by men posing as the police. And then, quote... The guy pulled out his gun, he cocked it, put it to my forehead, and he said, get down, and I put my hands up. He took our money, he took my wallet, he left my cell phone, he left my credentials. Like, super fucking specific, right, this this guy? This fucking guy. Yeah. Okay. So the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, Mm -hmm. initially denied the incident even took place, and I feel like it's because they have their own shady fucking, like, we gotta make sure everything's cool, like, seems cool. Um, But then once this statement by Lochte was picked up by, like, all major news they outlets. They were forced to they be were like, kinda, yeah. yeah, shit's going down. Exactly. So after seeing all the media reports, the Brazilian civil police officers, who are like sort of like feeling defensive about all this crime stuff, began investigating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they interview Lochte and another swimmer, and all of a sudden like the story starts to get more fuzzy, where like, they're like, we were too drunk, and we can't remember the color of the taxi, or the type, or where or when the robbery happened. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> The end of the story is just me you being like, I am Ryan Lochte. <laughs> so the Brazilians are a little suspicious because they're like, well, you seem to remember a lot of details when your ass was talking to Billy Bush. Yeah. So where are all those details now? And they're also like, yeah, we have a crime issue in our city, in Rio, but we're not going to take the rap for a crime that didn't actually get committed. Totally. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. What's up? So mm-hmm. they keep looking into it. But Ryan, like, keeps on going. He has a call with Matt Lauer and... 
on that, he gives like contradicting details to the story that he's he told doing previously. More media at this, this guy, point, this like he's guy. supposed to be competing. <laughs> he's not done yet, right? No, it's the like Olympics are done. Olympics. No, oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. There's no reason for a gun to be pulled out for us for doing nothing. A gunner in his statement to police did say that you got into a heated argument and discussion with that security guard. I was, I was upset. There was no reason for us to be sitting down with a gun pointed to us for nothing that we did. The first version of the story you told Ryan was much more about the mean streets of Rio. Yeah. And the version we're and, hearing now is much more about a negotiated settlement mm -hmm. to cover up some dumb behavior. He's still an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's contradicting himself with Matt Lauer. And he's now saying, like, it was actually we were robbed at a gas station and the gun wasn't was pointed at me, but it wasn't it was cocked like a water at my gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was a big water gun fight. <laughs> he also says, like, they didn't report the incident to the Olympic Committee because they were afraid they'd get in trouble. So he's like sort of backtracking a little. And now, like, we're all getting suspicious. We're like, what's up? So after the Lauer interview, the Brazilian police announced they found CCTV footage from the club that Ryan and his friends had left, that they initially said they had left, and that's when they got mm -hmm. robbed, that show the swimmers leaving at 5.50 a.m. and returning again to said club at 7 a.m., which I'm also just like, wow. okay, guys, impressive. But this contradicted their earlier story that they left the club at 4 and then arrived back at Olympic Village 30 or 4 minutes later. So, like, everything's starting to unravel. Um, wow. So this discovery led to the police in Olympic Village being like, okay, we got to get to the bottom of this. We're going to seize all four swimmers' passports. Um, but Lochte was already back in the States, that lucky fucker. Mm -hmm. But Feigen was still in the country. So they're going to track his ass down. Yeah. And then they literally pulled Conger and Bence off the planes they were sitting in as they were about to depart they're so they could question free. them. You know what's crazy is, why are they still there? Like, you've just spent so much <laughs> yeah. time in Brazil. And the Olympics are done. Yeah. I don't know. What are you Confusing. Hmm. So further investigations revealed gas station footage that showed not only were the swimmers not the, like, victims, but they were peeing outside, yeah, vandalizing jerks. the facility, and fighting with a security guard. Ugh. The gas station owner told the O Globo newspaper that the swimmers had urinated on a side wall and he even had an image of one of their butts, which is just a funny detail. But he said, like, the gas station staff literally showed them the bathroom, and they still were like, nah, we're going to fucking pee on the wall What instead. is their deal? Dicks. Can I just say one thing? What? Americans. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Girl, I know. I mean, it's... Holy moly. It's like we deserve the rap. <laughs> it's almost like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find a scandal Listen, about Canadians. I'm trying to get my green card right now. Ass. I'm trying to be one of you guys, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. There's a lot more to this story coming. But first, we got to take a break. Hall of Shame is brought to you by Policy Genius. There are things we each look back on and think, how did I get it so wrong? I... 
often do this, oh, actually. Yeah, a lot yes. Of uh, we're always going to get things wrong. That is just life. But there are also things we can get right on the first try, like shopping for home insurance. That's where Policy mm. Genius comes in, Rechna. First, head to policygenius.com and answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Then Policy Genius will compare your policy against options from top insurers to make sure you are getting the right home insurance coverage at the best possible price. They've saved their customers an average of 690 bucks per year doing just that. What's what's something that you could spend? I love this kind of stuff because this stuff is complicated and like this helps simplify 1, it. So we're not doing all and, the And they're saving you $690. What's something that you could spend $690 on? I mean, it's a very particular like uh, five pairs of amazing there sneakers. There you go. You can spend that money on sneakers like Retron mm. and I would do. If Policy Genius finds you a better rate than what you are currently paying, they will do all the work to get you switched. So even if you look back on your triple denim days in distress, you will never be distressed about home insurance with Policy Genius. In just a few minutes, you can find your best price and apply at policygenius.com. We all get things wrong from time to time. At least we can get home insurance right with policy genius hall of shame is brought to you by better help are you stuck at home yes feeling isolated yes <laughs> maybe worried about the state of things yes sure. well better help offers online professional counselors who can help i love this so much yeah me too you can talk to a licensed online therapist and find relief BetterHelp therapists specialize in issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, insomnia, family conflicts, and more. I feel like this is the perfect I mean, time to start the, seeing yes. a therapist if you've never done it. I've been in therapy for so long. It helps me so much. And right now I feel oh, like yeah. we're all feeling a little confined and stir crazy. And I think that this is absolutely awesome. This is an incredible thing to be offering. Uh, you'll connect with your counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love in less than 24 hours. That's amazing. It's really cool. This is awesome. Easily schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus exchange unlimited messages. I need to talk to my therapist about unlimited messages. Absolutely. Why can't they be this available? <laughs> <laughs> if for any reason you're unhappy with your counselor, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. I mean, honestly, that's so cool because it can be hard to find the right fit sometimes. It takes a few. Sometimes. It really can. And also, I feel like I love that this is all online. I mean, we all have yeah. to kind of do this online right now. But when I first started going to a therapist, I mean, you're getting in your car, you're driving to a new place, you're spilling the beans about your entire life. Like this feels so easy and quick and you can get to yeah. the right person way faster like quarantine or not maybe this is a way to get more people to check it out because yeah. it's like a little bit easier commitment from you know your bedroom or your living room or whatever mm -hmm. anyway you can get professional help when you want it wherever you are better help is a truly affordable option and our listeners get 10 percent off your first month with the discount code shame s-h-a-m-e but there is no shame <laughs> no shame that's just the discount exactly, code because that's our podcast so why not get started today go to betterhelp.com slash shame that's betterhelp.com slash shame. Talk to the therapist online and get help. Hall of Shame is brought to you by Philo. You know, Reshna, I've been watching a ton of TV lately because I have nothing oh, else really? to do. But you know what's been really sure. nice? I've I feel been, like that's a common thread. Yes. I've been watching a lot of Nickelodeon because all I want is like cartoons and something that like makes me feel 
somewhat normal and I'm 28 years old. Is this a is this a problem? I mean, I get that for me, like that's the last place I'm escaping cuz I have children, but I'm glad to have cartoons for them. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> so do you love TV but hate the size of your cable bill? I know I do. Philo is sure. your solution. Philo is more than 50 channels of TV live and on demand for just $20 a month. They've got MTV, oh, VH1, That's amazing. HGTV, the Hallmark yes. Channel, SpongeBob SquarePants on Nickelodeon, anything that you need. Save hundreds a month on TV. It is the most affordable way to watch at a time when everyone everyone could use some entertainment in their life. That's right. Philo was created by a bunch of passionate TV fans that wanted to make a better way to watch. No contracts, cord-free, commitment-free, hassle-free, and unparalleled customer service. Right place, right time, Philo. I know, right? Philo also, I really like this, has an unlimited DVR. Okay, save all of your favorite shows you can watch on your own schedule. I am an on-the-go type of girl when we get back to normalcy here. So I use that DVR like no one's business. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams. Everyone in the house can have their own saved shows and up to three simultaneous streams. Mm. Never fight over who gets to pick what to watch. Does that happen in your household, Reshna? Are the kids always wanting to watch TV and you want to watch? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're 11 and almost four, so like nothing crosses over. (laughs) And then I have my own. And then I'm like the biggest baby who's like, guys, no, we're watching (laughs) Property Brothers. We are watching HGTV. You're going to sit there and enjoy it. (laughs) It is easy to use, super easy to sign up, guys. Watch from your iPhone, laptop, tablet, or TV with Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV, Android TV. They have a lot of options. now. So it works with everything. It works with everything, yes. Now more than ever, Philo believes that great TV shouldn't cost an arm and a leg, which it shouldn't, should be accessible to everyone, and saving money shouldn't mean giving up the shows and channels that you love. Thank you, Philo. Philo is TV for everyone. Sign up today at philo.tv slash shame, and you'll get 20 25% off your first two months. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash shame. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Okay, we're back. So, like, at this point, we know these guys fucked up. Yeah. But still, there's conflicting reports in the media about what actually happened. NBC says one thing, the AP says something, Reuters says something else about whether or not a gun had been involved or whether the swimmers had been forced to pay damages in cash. It's all getting a little jumbled. Yeah. Like, it feels like they're all, like, hunting for, like, information that will make these swimmers seem, like, more sympathetic. Even though they're dicks. They probably want to find some redeeming qualities so that America doesn't look dumb. Because they do in this moment. Yeah. So just to hit the point... Mm -hmm. This story's bonkers, and it's kind of fun. But on the other side of it, it's, like, super demeaning for this famous American male white athlete to literally piss on 
the gas station and sort of figuratively piss all over this city and this country yeah. in a way. And it's just like, it's so ugly. And it also, like, it actually impacted Brazil. Like, I think they were already feeling so defensive as a nation and, and, and like, feeling like, we're already fielding all this shit. And mm-hmm. then you just made some shit up. And it, like, impacted, like, yeah. the world's view of us. And so that like, Americans are like, oh, well, yeah. I'm not going there. Yeah, it, like, had... They attacked pro- our hero, Ryan <laughs> Lochte. He was our just guy. trying to go to the bathroom. What would Ryan Lochte do? And they literally just showed him where the bathroom is, it's, too, which it's is so disrespectful. It's just one of those things that, like, you can't imagine happening in reverse because no. it comes in the privilege of being, like, white and male and American. Mm-hmm. And I, I have so many questions. Yeah. Right now. Well, it's not really clear why they did it. So, like, I'm like, were they afraid that the drunken incident at the gas station would come out and they were trying to get ahead of it? I mean, I so, can't. So you tell your mom this so made up story? So I have an answer to that or my speculation that because I can't imagine Lochte had the foresight but like maybe one of his teammates was smarter than him but I'm also like (laughs) did they get home super late from a night of drinking and Ryan Lochte's mom is like really mad and they made up this whole story because they don't want to get in trouble with her (laughs) and then it blew up on them because she blabbed it to the reporter and then they're like oh shit absolutely it's bonkers insane because it doesn't make sense why they even lied in the first place i wonder if mrs lochte felt at all that this was all her fault because if she just didn't go blabbing around on the bus i know this maybe would have stayed under wraps because also i feel like i obviously don't know these gas station people (laughs) or like the owners but would they have come out to the media to be like i mean clearly it hadn't come out it was like a couple days later but either way was it embarrassing? Mm-hmm. For sure. But ultimately, like, these guys didn't suffer that many consequences. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Because I feel like Ryan Lochte, in my eyes afterwards, I was like, this guy's a dingbat. Like, he's a loser. Not that I didn't feel like that before then, but I didn't know right. all of how dumb he was. But I don't think the con Sure. And, but I don't think that's a real consequence to what they did. I'm so sure he's what I'm missed saying. out so on So most people were still like, let it go. They're just some talented dudes not being their best selves on a crazy night. This is the actual consequences. Feigen was the only one who had to pay damages of like $10,000. The U.S. Olympic Committee apologized on behalf of the team and Lochte confessed to lying. He was suspended for 10 months and like dropped by his four major sponsors. So there were some consequences. Soon thereafter, one of them already picked him back up. He was given 20 hours of community service. But sure, 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 Rachel thinking he's a dingbat is a consequence. But A big, excuse me. I know. A big one. But... I always come back to the question of, did the consequences match the crime? So it's interesting in this case, right? Because no one really got hurt, maybe outside the reputation of Rio, which is worth talking about, and Mm -hmm. we'll get to that in a minute. But also just feels like a bigger picture question about people with platforms, like famous athletes, very publicly making shit up. Like, how do we combat that? How do we hold them accountable? I feel like people that are in Ryan Lochte's position and are, like, super famous, they all of a sudden become, they think that they can just do whatever the hell they want and it is not true if i am an olympic athlete which pretty close um if i'm going to somebody (laughs) else's country you're representing your country and you need to respect the people that are having you as their guests i agree and but i think there's so much white male and specifically american privilege baked into this this is a white male energy all over it it's like especially in this context right because brazil is this developing nation of mostly people of color, mm-hmm. right? 
So there's already this narrative about hosting the Olympics in a developing country. Mm-hmm. People question it a lot more. They're taking like millions and millions of dollars of resources from their people and yeah. essentially putting it into these venues, which after the Olympics end, will just sit there. Mm-hmm. There's also the narratives just around like, can they manage it? Can they handle it? So like we're already like living in a backdrop of like, you know, as opposed to when this shit is hosted in like L.A. or whatever. Yeah. People are already like looking to like criticize it. And Absolutely. But like you can't really imagine the reverse even happening. And if it did... That shit would be oh my god, beyond, right? But there is something they'd be kicked out of the country, it's not stopped wild. on a plane to stay. Exactly, and mm-hmm. I, it's so problematic, and it's like so troubling. So it's like on one hand, they were drunk and it was embarrassing, but in some ways, like the consequences don't. It feels like there should have been worse consequences. It feels like it should have been like, dude, like you don't get to swim again. One thousand percent, because you. I would not want him a part of my team. Like, yeah, you, sure, you're jacked and you're a great swimmer, but you're not Michael Phelps, okay? And, I'm not but even willing if, to. Here's the question: Even if it is Michael Phelps, at some point, it's so crappy. I just think at some point, like, what is the bar we're holding these people to? Like, I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how many medals you won. I'm a little bit like you're representing this country. And if I'm letting you go back and represent after you did this, I'm like sort of like I'm like implicitly saying like it's okay for Americans to act this way. Team USA swimming sector. Sure. (laughs) Are you guys not embarrassed? Like there's so much pride that comes. I love how you in and out go from you guys to us depending. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you mind me? Uh, Here's another component to add yeah. to this. Like, let's add race in. Mm. So in the very, like, if these guys were black but American. Yeah. Oh. How would it have been viewed? A million times differently. In the very same Olympics, Gabby Douglas, a black gymnast mm-hmm. who was Love awesome, Gabby. was raked through the coals. I because remember that. She didn't put her hand on her heart during the national anthem. And people that. were like, you're unpatriotic and you're disrespectful. Yeah. Meanwhile, when people were talking about these dudes like drunkenly vandalizing a gas station, fighting with the security officer, lying to news sources, and then filing a false police report, people were like, you know what? They're just a bunch of talented kids who made a mistake. (laughs) Bud Light's like, you guys want a sponsorship? It's like white male privilege in a nutshell. Can I ask you one thing? What do you think would have been the situation (laughs) if Ryan Lochte didn't go to the media and like talk about all this stuff? I mean, like if it was just just came out, these guys got super wasted and peed on the side of a gas station. Yeah, I do not think it would have been as bad. No, I mean, and I yes, I mean, I think the lying of it and the craziness of like weird doing something awful and then not only just being like shit, I fucked up and saying I'm sorry, but then like creating a story where you act like it was the other people who were awful is so next level shitty. And like full of like entitlement and nonsense. It's like crazy. I'm trying. What, like, what would you do in this situation? Like, you've told your mom this lie, <laughs> right? Because you're like, oh shit, I don't want my mom to get mad at me. Yeah. She then goes and blabs her mouth to all of these media people on this shuttle bus. Right. This is what I'll say. Then what? Like, this is what I'll say. This is Rechna working mom. on herself as a human. Okay. A thing that I would do to make the world a better place mm-hmm. is to take shame out of saying, I fucked up, I made a mistake, sure. I'm sorry, I'll be better. Yeah. And I actually think that's what I hope I would do yeah. because I think that's what's wrong with this world. You're like, well, what was I going to do? Because I was already caught in my lie. It's like, I don't know. Maybe just like own it Maybe and be Ryan able to say, Lochte. like, I fucked up and I'm sorry. And and like, and like I'm going to try and be a better person moving on. I'm going to learn something from this. Like maybe yeah. 
like we're so caught up in like the narrative never having a flaw in it that like instead we like erase flaw. It's crazy. Maybe Ryan is just the biggest mama's boy, which I can <laughs> totally see. And he's like, I would rather lie to America yeah. than let my mom know that I fibbed to her. And isn't that white male privilege in a nutshell? No, it's just like a dumb person. I don't know, girl. I don't know, girl. Most people would never do that. Like yeah. you have to know how much you're not going to have to face consequences to feel like you would do that. And people who like people who feel like they'll face consequences won't do it. Yeah. Okay, so we've been talking a lot of garbage about Ryan Lochte. We have. Maybe not you so much. Yeah. A aye, problematic aye, aye. dummy. <laughs> but I would be remiss mm. if I didn't talk about what he's up to now. Because he is, I think, trying to turn it around. Okay. And be a good dummy. What's he up to? Okay. He got married to actually the woman he was dating when the controversy happened. Aww. They have a two and a half year old toddler and an eight month old baby. Oh, wow, they've been through a lot together. Yeah. Good so for like them. You know, sticking together through the good and the bad. He said, quote, I'm eating healthier. I'm not doing crazy stuff that I used to do, skateboarding, surfing. He's like, now I take my kids to the park. That's what's fun to me. (laughs) Obviously, I don't know this guy personally, but I think it's safe to say he's been humbled. Mm -hmm. Like he went from living this lavish, insane lifestyle to like making a lot less. I mean, it's still probably more than the average person, but I think he's trying to make better choices, you know, He's been taken down several pegs. Yeah, you know, and it's a bummer that the Tokyo Olympics were canceled this year. I mean, it kind of like breaks my heart, but he won't have that opportunity to redeem his character on the world stage for a while. Yeah. And it's sort of this thing where it makes me laugh about him. Laugh is unfair, but it's it's interesting because like in so many ways, if it wasn't for the fact that he competed in the era of Michael Phelps, he would have been the most decorated One American that, He would be time. our Michael Phelps. And instead Phelps. we're like... This guy. But you know what? I think that we can chalk that Mi- to... Ryan Lochte uh, would be our Michael Phelps if there was no Michael Phelps. Yeah. I think that he grew up. Yeah. Like, that's... I think that that's he it. I think up. he, like, just finally grew up. Yeah. So, yeah. Yay, Ryan Lochte, for trying to turn it around. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to root for people to do that. I will say... I mean, I know I researched and, like, wrote this out to talk to you about, but now that I've, like, told it to you, mm. I feel like his hotness has... <gasps> Gone no. down. I was for rooting me. for this relationship. I know. Listen, also, first of all, he's married. He's happily married. Oh, so yeah. I'm so happy for him. Okay. But I think, uh, yeah. Is there anything I'm that learning, we can do to bring it back? He's not my kind of guy. I have not been single for so long that I'm just learning what is and what isn't my type uh, for the first time in 20 years, right. Rachel. So this is another journey we can be on. Okay. Together. Um. All right. You Swimmers know? who. Who made bad choices in Brazil. side of a gas station and then make a triumphant return to normalcy. Now you're tight. Now my tight. Okay. Okay. That was a ride. Yeah. I really, I obviously knew of that story, but uh, thank you for filling in all the details. That was great. Yeah. We'll be back next week with more details of something else. Yeah. Hall of Shame is a product of Crooked Media. This show is produced by Caroline Rustin and Allison Falzetta. Our executive producers are Sarah Geismer and Stephen Hoffman. Engineering and sound design by Charlotte Landis. Thank you to our video and digital team, Matt DeGroote and Elijah Cohn, and to Sydney Rapp and Brian Semmel for production support every week. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. 
They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.